Welcome back to the SC Halfback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another off-season pod today, talking about the halfback position and trying to find a draft sleeper for you guys. So I think halfback is pretty settled in terms of, I think there is a clear top, I'd say seven. I think we've got Cleary, Hines, Johnson, Sam Walker, Hughes, Cherry Evans, Moses. I think that's a very, very clear top seven. But the guy at number eight, who I've got as a sixth round grade right now is Luke Brooks. And I think he has a chance by the end of the season, he could pass a few of those guys that is named ahead of him. So once again, that's Cleary, Hines, Johnson, Sam Walker, Hughes, Cherry Evans, and Moses. I think there's a chance that our guy Luke Brooks can do better than that. Let's look at the stats. Last couple of years, 2023, average of 55. 2022, 52. 2021, 54. That's the last three seasons. Going in one of the worst teams in the comp every season, getting himself a 55. And his big scores hasn't been off, you know, amazing attacking stats. This is a guy that can, you know, base around that 30, 35, and then just with some good attacking stats uh, can get up there, you know. Always good for hit-ups, always good for tackles. So he has a very, very nice floor. He's going to walk into this season, and you already know at that halfback position, and I believe he'll get a duel, um, he's going to walk in there and, you know, no rep duties, he'll be a solid pick for you. He's obviously moving to the Manly Seagulls, so he'll be next to, for the most times this year, next to Daly Cherubins, who will be the lead guy in Luke Brooks can play a bit of a 5-8 role. Uh, and then the game to Daly Cherubins is not there. Luke Brooks will turn into the absolute man there. He That will be his team, and he'll run it around. So instantly, just in terms of going from the Tigers to Manly, just bump it up by six. Just give him an extra six points. Whether it's, you know, he misses one less tackle because, you know, they're not defending as much, maybe an attacking stat, whatever it is. So realistically, going off from last year's average, looking at a 60-61 just off the bat from moving clubs. But that now brings into the count of the guys he's going to be playing around, playing off Turbo. If Turbo's not healthy... Garrick and Cooler. I just think that this is the guy, Luke Brooks, where it's now set up for him to really show his potential. You know, he's a fresh coat of paint in the preseason. Looks like he's real, looks really fit into that team. And I know it was obviously just like the first week of preseason, but the chess for me is always, how's he look in the jersey? How's he around the teammates? What's those first couple of interviews he gives? Hasn't been bad about Tigers, you know, obviously... I think he knew it was best for everyone just to for everyone to move on and get a change of scenery there. And I think he's taking the opportunity with two hands. He's going, look, you know, I've got Seabold here, got a great spine, got a good forward pack, good outside backs. It's time to rock and roll. So Luke Brooks now turns into a guy that, you know, as the draft goes, you know, there'll be waves of positions. And halfback, like I said, there's seven guys. I could see Burton. I could see uh, even Adam Reynolds going ahead of him. So potentially he could be the 10th guy off the board in halfback. In 5'8", I could see guys like Jill Brown, Munster, Cody Walker, Joey Manu, Ezra Mam, AJ Brimson, Matt Burton again. There might be a guy who thinks of Dean or Luai. So he's going to be around the 8th to 10th guy picked in each position, and I just think that there's tremendous value there. If you think Manly's going to do well, um, like I said, I think Luke Brooks... The floor this year is a 55, exactly what he did last year. Pretty great for a 5'8", for a halfback. But the ceiling, 
I'm giving him six. Like, it's him in 61. You put him to 10. Now we're really talking. So, to me, I just think that it's all shaped up for Luke Brooks. You know, he's going to have really a really good structured side around him. It's not going to be all on him like it has been in previous seasons with the Tigers. And like I said, when those first couple of guys go and the first wave of heartback goes, I do think after Mitch Moses or even Adam Reynolds, there'll be a bit of a gap and there'll be a bit of a stop. And I think the guy who jumps on him now, where does he go in the draft? It's an interesting question. I've just put the big board again together for this week. So I've got him right now uh, in round one, two, three, four, five, round six as the 70th overall player, which is, you know, his average draft, his draft position last year um, was about 120. I'm just bringing it up now. But it wasn't, you know, ridiculously high. Um, yeah, 127. Again, that's a bit of, even though he's with the Tigers, that is the position values. You need to get yourself, get yourself one when all this, the run starts on the halfbacks. Um, but yeah, I think that there's a really, really good chance, you know, if you draft him as a 17th overall player um, and, you know, you've got a captain and a VC in round one, two, get yourself a nice second roll around three, strike CTW round four, round five, whatever you want, whatever you need. And then you go into Luke Brooks in round round six there. I just think it's a great play. Uh, and like I said, th- there's an absolute flaw already. You know what that flaw is going to be, but the ceiling can be really, really good. So he's going to be someone who will be very interesting in the start of the season if they do start like a house on fire. I think his trade value will be immense. Um, but I just think that to me, he's someone that, if he's healthy, you can lock and load him for the whole season. Like I said, there's no rep duties. He's in a team that, you know, will send some players to rep origin football, but I just think it's a nice, well-rounded side. Another year for Seabold. To me, this has got all the makings for a great Luke Brooks bounce back end. From a super coach perspective, an absolute steal in the halves. And I think out of all the positions you want to try and nail, like I said in the 5-8 podcast with Kyle Flanagan, you just want to find guys... You know, obviously you might have to draft your Hines and Cleary's one or two overall, your Dylan Browns and Cam Munster's number 10 overall. But if you can somehow get a really good player in the halves late in the draft, and whether that's going to be a season keeper, whether it's going to be someone that you can hold for the whole season, I just think you're in a really, really good place there. Leave it there, guys. So like I said, uh, we've got one position to do. Uh, We've got the CTW. Uh, but again, I just think Luke Brooks to me is that guy where if you get him, um, it's going to be a very, very nice pick for you there. Get to the socials at the SC Heartback. Thank you for listening. Have a great day and hear from you soon. Cheers.